Hey folks, this is Glenn and welcome to another edition of Glenn is Talking Man from New York. And of course, I'm going to talk a little bit of everything in this episode. And we well, hold on, breaking news. Well, we can now project once again, Joe Biden is the president-elect of the United States. Wow, that's like the, uh, what, 15, 16th day in a row? Uh, but seriously though, uh, Georgia... Uh, had a, an audit, a hand recount, and once again affirmed their vote count. Of course, the biggest story is the post-election fiasco that's going on. In fact, you may have seen Rudy Giuliani, Donald Trump's lawyer, at a press conference uh, oozing. Uh, I don't know. Some people say it was hair dye, and maybe it's because he's a demon. Who who know? Who can be sure? Uh, but uh, we are still in this. Uh, constitutional crisis, uh, at least close to one, as we are sort of through these uh, many different things. Also, COVID-19 continues to have a, a heavy toll as we have officially reached a quarter of a million deaths because of COVID-19. And it's really strange. We have this pandemic, we have this crisis, and the the, the federal government, right, which was supposed to be leading us through this, seems like they completely abandoned like the issue it's like not even uh important anymore everyone is on their own basically here in new york city uh schools closed once again in a very uh, chaotic situation uh the mayor was like three or four hours late for a press conference and the governor has some testy words for journalists who had questions about this and look we talked a lot about leadership and look, this this week, uh, we can say the governor of New York and the mayor of New York City uh, sort of gave a master class in making an ass out of themselves. Uh, just the communication towards parents and the public uh, and, and going forward has been really horrible. And you, you understand people are frustrated. We are near the holidays, Thanksgiving coming, and we're trying to tell people, hey, you know what? It might not be a good idea to go visit grandma and infect her with a potentially deadly disease. Uh, we're at that point where we're trying to convince people uh, to be considerate of the lives of their so-called loved ones, you know? So, And that's where we're at sort of COVID-19, even though there's more promising news as far as vaccines, and that seems good. And it, look, you don't want to get ahead of ourselves, but there's a chance that we could get to some sort of semblance of normalcy by late next year. I mean that I mean that sounds better than everyone becoming zombies and turning into like a wasteland, right? But that depends on people you know, getting on board with wearing masks and social distancing and it seems like a lot of people have just said, you know, I don't care I'm just going to do what I want to do. A lot of people are frustrated. A lot of people, you know, a lot of people have been doing the right thing. And they're probably like, well, what's the point if everyone else is not doing the right thing? What's the point of me staying away from my friends and not enjoying life? And I see other people just living it up at hookah parties and, you know, house parties and whatever else they're doing. So there's, there's a lot of, of frustration uh, that's just happening. And I mentioned holidays. The Rockefeller Center Christmas tree arrived. And if you may have seen the footage, it did not look in such great shape when it got here. Uh, 
maybe the tree is just stressed out like everyone else's. Uh, but, you know, it's very reminiscent of the Charlie Brown tree. And, you know, you know that was a pretty shabby looking tree, even though once they worked it up, you know, Charlie Brown and the kids, you know, it was, it was pretty nice. But, and then there was an owl. They found an owl in the tree. Apparently, when they cut the tree down, the owl was still there. Or, he, you know, maybe he flew in was on the road. This owl looks very suspicious to me. I'm sorry, folks. I know a lot of people are like, oh, look at that cute owl. And he's lost here in the city. I'm, I'm not quite sure about that. I want to take a further look in exactly what his motivations are. Is this a grift? Right? Is he, did he know, hey, I come to the city, they find me in a tree, and I'll be a celebrity and do whatever owls get to do in the city? I don't know. So that is something that we need to look forward into. Right now as I'm talking to you, I'm just kind of scrolling sort of through the news. And there's a lot that happened this week. Uh, Barack Obama released uh, his book, a memoir. Uh, it's like, I think it's is it 700 pages, which is, uh, I mean, I'm probably not going to read it. Because I, I don't want to read 700 pages uh, of a memoir of, of anyone. So... But, you know, and I guess before, politics has sort of soaked up so much of the oxygen in our culture the past few years. It would be nice in some time in the near future that there's something else at the center of our focus every day that doesn't involve sort of you know, democracy and government and just hoping everything is working out okay and not having to wake up and and see what's on fire today. It'd be great to sort of have something at the center point where that's a little bit less, maybe a little less important, but also sort of vibrant, something you can actually don't have to worry about, like life and death. And in many cases, it's a life and death situation of what is happening. And, you know, there's, you know, the... The economy uh, continues to struggle as people are still uh, trying to make it. You saw myself footage of record, like, lines of people trying to get food down in Texas, I believe. And there's a lot of pain. There's a lot of suffering. And it hasn't really, I guess, been been so overwhelmed with the circus of everything. Sometimes I feel like we are losing the narrative about exactly how bad things are for so many people. Now, some people are doing well, right? Uh, economic experts have called what's been happening a K-recovery, meaning a, people at a certain level are doing really well, but people at another level at the bottom are doing really, really bad. And maybe that doesn't sound that different from everyday life, but still, as far as the this particular economic environment, uh, it's it's very troubling as you hear more about more layoffs and you hear about so many small businesses that probably won't come back at all from COVID nineteen. And and that that makes you we are really in a new frontier in many ways. Even when once we get past this in the next you know, let's say next two to three years, how things will look as far as like your neighborhoods and your culture and, and the businesses and the institutions that create that what's that going to look like also our political situation 
I've mentioned before, either here or on my Twitter feed, I just don't know where this is all heading to. Like, we seem to be so unstable as a society. If you look at the fact that we have just people living in different realities and this the idea of there being objective truth uh, seems uh, doesn't seem to exist anymore for some people. It's like this is what I believe, this is what you believe, and you're completely different worlds. And how does how does that work out? How do you maintain uh, a country? Are we going to be a United States in name only, really? As perhaps states and cities, the big ones, uh, sort of become more independent, and maybe the federal government is seen as less legitimate because of the things that are happening now. I mean, no one can really predict the future. Uh, I, I think, you know, if if you would have said in 2012, let's say seven years ago, or, you know, eight years ago, really, if you said eight years ago, America in 2020 is going to be in the middle of a pandemic, and we're going to have a presidential election with a person who lost is saying they didn't lose, and there's threats, there's people saying that you know, Hugo Chavez, the dead president of Venezuela, has something to do with it. And Rudy Giuliani is oozing on TV while ranting and raving like a lunatic. If someone told you that like eight years ago, you'd be like, what are you smoking? Now you're living through it. You'd be like, I need something to smoke to get through this. Because seriously, it's it's really crazy how things have sort of become just chaotic soap opera every single day and we're all just characters in it and we all seem to be living in a time loop uh with donald trump right now where he just loses every day the election like every day they declare you hear that music on the do do on your nbc or cnn where it's like breaking news here's something that we already knew but we're going to tell you again so we have all that going on and here in New York, the weather, we, we finally getting a taste of winter. We had, a, it was really, um, past few weeks, really nice and really warm. And then this week, we've got, like, some really cold weather, some wintry weather, and which, that sucks. I mean, winter by itself already sucks, but when it's cold weather and the pandemic is like, that's like slapping you in your face when you've already been knocked out. But not to, not a good slap to wake you up. This is like a, a slap of sort of embarrassment and more you know, shame on you. So the cold weather uh, is not helpful. Even though I, the sun has been out, so the sun has been shining. So you can see just how horrible we, we uh, feel. And seasonal depression is, is going to be a big issue this year. Because you have seasonal depression along with... Uh, the pandemic, people not being able to socialize like they want to, and then you put that with just the political environment. Yeah, I, I feel like a lot of people are going to be making stops to the liquor store for the holidays. Not to buy gifts for anyone, just for themselves. Uh, but, you know, shouldn't abuse anything. You should, you know, if you can, reach out to someone, talk. Uh, if you really need help, seek a professional or someone close to you, or just, you know, try to be healthy, try to get through this, and how to think about, yes, things are tough now, but we will have days again where we can be carefree and laugh, I hope so, that, that, that is the the wish, 
uh, as we are moving forward. And I'm trying to look at like celebrity news. Like, okay, what's going? Anything celebrity news going on that's interesting? That can be like a good distraction from like the just the regular everyday important news. And there's nothing really happening. Really, it's like, and maybe it's just the contrast of that we. So much of our culture has been celebrity oriented for so long, but we've been living through these um, really urgent times, and it kind of makes everything else seem so small, and it made things seem trivial that were you could say were trivial before, but even more trivial now. You know, things that you consider no, that's not really that important. I mean, I like, okay, that's really not important at all. I, I just don't care anymore about certain things. I felt the way that about sports really this year. I had I did not watch one minute of NBA playoff basketball, and that's probably the first time I, I I can't remember a time when I didn't watch the NBA playoffs or the NBA finals. But I did not watch any of the NBA finals. I caught like maybe like half an inning of the world of a World Series game. Um, I haven't watched any football this year. In sports, which usually is a, a a great just sort of distraction from everything, and especially during this time of the year when you're like looking for something, because summer is over and you can like get lost in the the storylines of the NFL and football, or what's happening off season in baseball. But this year, I just had no interest at all. I I just didn't care. And and it's funny because I've still paid attention to sports news. Like, I've still followed the stories and watched, listen, and, you know, ESPN or some of the you know, other places where you get sports news. I've still paid attention to what's happening. But as far as, like, sitting down and engaging in the actual game, just can't do it. I, I just, I don't know. Maybe other people feel the same way. It just doesn't, it just feels really weird to, to sort of get wrapped up uh, in certain things. Uh, now, TV shows and movies is kind of different. It's still, you know, even though it's been hard to, like, you want to find stuff. Uh, in contrast, there's certain things you probably would watch before. Where you're like, I don't watch that. That might be a little too dark. Or, But I've been watching a little bit of everything. Uh, speaking of movies, since everything has been moving to streaming because of COVID-19 and movie theaters uh, being closed in most parts of the country... It was announced by Warner Brothers that their big movie, uh, Wonder Woman 1984, will be released on streaming on HBO Max on Christmas Day. In addition to theaters that are still open, but it's going to be on streaming, which is a big deal because that's a big movie, big budget. It was supposed to come out this summer before everything happened. Uh, I wonder though if the studio regrets, you may remember, this movie was originally scheduled to come out in 2019. And they decided to move to 2020 because they thought, you know, it was just because, you know, 2019 was the year that the idea, the Avengers Endgame came out. So I think they figured that, that would soak up a lot of the sort of, uh, not money. It would have made a lot of money, but still. So they decided to hold off to 2020, which hindsight, it was a bad decision. But it would be on streaming on Christmas Day. And the way we consume entertainment and the way we think about entertainment has obviously changed. Even when things are kind of back to normal, I just don't know if I want to sit in a movie theater with, with people. I mean, even before the pandemic, I, I kind of was like, oh, kind of a little bit over movie theaters. Not because I don't love movies, but because 
yeah, the prices can be too high, but movie theater etiquette, and I mentioned this before in the podcast, it's so horrible with people texting on their phones or answering their phone calls in the middle of a movie or something I noticed more in the past couple of years is more and more people sitting in the movie theater with, like, with their feet up in the chairs ahead of them. Like, even if the theater is like half crowded, I could see doing that in the movie theater where there's like maybe a handful of people in the movie theater and you've got a lot of space to yourself. But it's like, I don't want to see your foot in my line of view when I'm trying to watch, you know, Iron Man blow up something. Come on. So movie theater etiquette has just really been so atrocious. So add that to the fact that I don't really want to be in the movie theater, even, you know, post-COVID-19, just or at least the immediate period when they say the pandemic is over. And hopefully, you know, this will lead to better, just a better approach to public health. As far as, you know, maybe now every flu season, more people will consider wearing masks or, you know, making sure they have hand sanitizer on them or doing things. Because, you know, the flu kills uh, people, many people, you're not as much as COVID-19 has. But we kind of just accepted the flu, right? And some people get vaccines, some don't. But we kind of just accepted the flu as part of our lives. And we considered it something manageable in our society. So we hope that we can get to a point where COVID-19 is manageable, right? Where it's sort of an afterthought. Oh, you got COVID. Oh, no big deal. Where it doesn't lead to. You got to change basically your whole life around. Quarantine for whatever, 10 to 14 days. And call everyone you know and say, hey, you know, I had COVID. You might have COVID. Tell someone else. They could have COVID. You got to go to this circle. Tele- play a game of telephone. So hopefully we can do something. We can be normal. At least what normal is. Or a new version of normal, where there's maybe there were more considerate of people's time as far as work and with their family and with their loved ones. And, and getting back to uh, school being closed here in New York City. Now, the weird thing is public schools are closed, but private schools, Catholic schools, charter schools are still open. And look. It seems when you were a kid growing up, you always like I want school to be closed, right? But back when I was a kid, you know they didn't have remote learning, so you have to learn from home, which sounds like really horrible if you think about it as a kid, because home is like where you have fun, you get a break from school, but now I have to have school in home, and the computer, which can be very difficult, especially for little kids. I, I look, I've t- I've taken online classes before, and for me personally. I don't like them. So I can only imagine uh, little kids in elementary or middle school, like the attention span it takes is to sit somewhere and listen to a teacher. And I look, I, no disrespect to the teachers out there, but I hope that the school system is like maybe hire some YouTubers to consult them t- so they can be engaging or t- some acting classes or something just to keep... Cause I can't imagine this being... Some of the teachers I had as a kid, I love some of my teachers, but some of them were absolutely boring and horrible. And I can't imagine sitting at a screen, uh, I'm not going to say any names, but listening to, to them talk for like a couple of hours while at home, like sitting at the kitchen table. I, I would I would probably throw a laptop or tablet across the room or something 
just very well hold on breaking news once again joe biden is the projected winner of the presidency uh, so okay back to what i was saying you know this education it's it, it education is hard already you add in this crisis so you know think about the kids i know teachers are stressed out uh, especially even the ones the ones who have to go in class because you worry about not only making sure the kids are learning but making sure they didn't act on the catch uh this this illness so everyone is just so stressed out the uh, the rockefeller send the christmas tree looks a hot mess uh, New Year's Eve, the ball probably won't drop. We'll probably be stuck in a loop of 2020, knowing everything that's happening. So, on that note, I want to thank you for listening. You can find me on uh, Twitter and Instagram with the handle at Glenn Price Man. That's Glenn with two ends, Price Man with two ends. Thank you for listening. Glenn is talking, man from New York. <laughs>